podcast family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving i hope you had a good weekend and welcome to monday let's get this week underway today we'll be looking at the 18th psalms and i'll be reading a portion of it from the new international version this has 50 verses and i'm not gonna read all of those to you (laughs) um but i'll read a couple just to get us in in, in the framework of, of analyzing this psalm. So verses 1 through 3 read, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I called to the Lord who is worthy to be praised and he and I have been saved by my enemies. Okay, now we will go to verses. Let me see where do I want to read here. I will read 16 through 18. He reached down from on high and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Um, Now 30 through 33. As for God, his way is perfect. The The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God beside the Lord, besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my ways secure. He makes my feet like a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. And now I will read 46 through 50. The Lord lives. Praise be to my rock. Exalted be my God, my Savior. He is the God who avenges me, who subdues nations under me, who saves me from my enemies, who exalted me above my foes. From a violent man you rescued me. Therefore, I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing the praises of your name. He gives his kings great victories. He shows unfailing love to his anointed, to David, and to his descendants forever. Well, there's a hint and a half who wrote this, <laughs> but this is quite a long psalm, is it not? However, there are other psalms that are longer, and there's one that is very, very long, and we'll see how we break that up when we get to it. But for this one, we're going to break it up into segments, almost like we did the last episode, but I'm going to cluster the verses. And as I stated, this was written by um, David, but... I think it's kind of hard for us, maybe because there's so many verses, for us to put it in a category, but we're going to try. So you'll have to get your own Bible for this so you can read, you know, 1 through 50, but I'm getting ready to put them in clusters as far as the verses. Verses 1 through 3. These are verses of rejoicing, are they not? He begins with a declaration of his love for the Lord. And I think it's wonderful for us to 
to start out that way, you know, for us to start our prayers that way. We all like to hear those whom we love state their love for us, don't we? No matter what our love language is, we still like to hear to be told that we are loved. And God is no different. So David tells him that he loves him right up front. Then he identifies what God is to him. He's his rock, his fortress, his shield. And lastly, within this cluster, David then declares that God has saved him from his enemies. And that's something to rejoice about when it's like an answered prayer. Verses 4 through 45 are David giving us a kind of a visual of his experience and how God has blessed him. And so I will further break those down. Verses 4 through 18, David is really asking God to rescue him from his enemies, which may seem a bit odd since in what was it, verse 3, he declares that God has already saved him. But remember, now he's kind of like giving us more of, of what has happened. This this is, I asked God to save me. Um, he saved me, but I asked him and, and, and he granted my request. So I don't want you to think that they're contradicting each other. They're really complimenting each other. It's like when you go and you're giving your testimony, you say, God, um, delivered me from such and such and then you start giving the testimony where I did this and I pleaded to God and I asked God to do this and for him to do this it's just him kind of giving us the answer up front verses 20 through 27 is God's reward to David's obedience and David lists and describe all that he has done to receive God's reward you know, listening to his commandment, trusting in him, putting his faith in him. And so those verses list what David has done to be in obedience with God's word. Verses 28 through 42 speak to God renewing or transforming David in a sense for him, placing his trust and being obedient to the Lord. Notice what David describes. He says all of these things that he's now capable of doing because God has restored him or renewed him, renewed him in a sense, um, such as he's girded him with strength. His feet are now like hind's feet or a deer's feet, which really means that he's quick and he's swift, that he has strength in his arms. And you'll read in the scripture, it says that now he's able to bend the bow of bronze. That's pretty strong, don't you think? And that he can shatter his enemy. So God has renewed him. He's given him a a sense of power and strength so that he can do whatever he needs to do to annihilate his enemies or to overcome the obstacles that his enemies are placing in front of him. Verses 43 through 45 is where we see God restoring David in his kingship. His reputation is now known not only within Israel, but throughout, outside of Israel, because it speaks to now foreigners recognize him as king. And then the last four verses, 46 and 50, David ends with an enormous um, praise and thanksgiving to God for all that he has done, that he's identified in the previous verses. So based on this summary, where do you think this um, Psalms falls into as far as category? And it's really um, telling when we get to 
verse 50 when it says he gives his king great victory it's royal it's a it's a praise of royalty remember when we were looking at the categories royalty is the psalm i mean is a category where the psalm is speaking to how kings of egypt are to worship and relate to god and so whereas i thought it was more of like a praise and a thanksgiving song and i still kind of do more praise song i can see how my chart says it's royalty because david is speaking from a place of being a king and what he did by placing his trust as king in god and this is everything that god um, allowed him to do so then the people of israel can take david's example and replicate it by being obedient to god and seeing that david's obedience to god you know allowed david to be the victor so hence they place it in that category what can we take away from this scripture for us today one i really do think it's important for us to tell the lord that we love him we know that he loves us and that his love is unconditional and we like to say that our love is unconditional but you know we're still babes in christ we always will be but tell tell the lord that you love him today because i know that you do and he likes hearing it so that's the first takeaway the other takeaway i think that we should um look at from this is to look at the obedience of David in verses 20 through 27. When God asks us to do something, it's always going to be for our good, even if it is painful for us to give up something, to not do something, or to do something, you know, to go and apologize to someone if we've offended them, whether we think we've offended them or not. But obedience to God really is an outward expression of the love that we just professed to have for him. You can't say that you love someone and then not do the things that they ask, right? Or not be there to take care of them, to do things that are in their best interest. So when God, through the Holy Spirit, is prompting us to do certain things, our response out of love for our God should be yes and so those are the things that I want you to take away even in this caregiving season you will not be um, sheltered I should say from making difficult choices um, from having to do other um, non-caregiving things within your life you know if you have a family you still will be called to take care of your family if you have a job you have to maneuver the maneuver that um in my case I was still on active duty but even when I got out of active duty I needed to understand that caring for my mom was still the main thing that God had called me to do and so today take a little inventory to just make sure you're doing the things that God has asked you to do to make sure that you are you are obedient to what he has called you to do and tell him that you love him. Let's pray. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we come before you and we declare our love for you. We love you, Lord, and we love you because you are so good. We also come knowing that our love is inadequate, (laughs) 
But even in our inadequacy, we bring our love to you. We, we want you to help us to be as obedient as David demonstrated in this psalm that we just went over. Help us to hear you when you instruct us to go to the left or to the right. And then, Father, help us to do exactly as you've stated. And if by some chance we do not do as you say, please don't allow us to grieve your Holy Spirit, but allow the Holy Spirit to continue to prick our hearts until we wake up from the slumber that we're in to recognize that we have not been in obedience and quickly come and repent and get back in line with what you've called us to do. You are our shield and our protector, our stronghold, and we know in you we have our salvation, and we also know that the enemy has already been defeated. That still doesn't absolve us of having to go through difficulties here in life. And so we thank you for giving us the strength, just as you gave David, to bend the bow of bronze, to make the hard decisions, to be steadfast, and to allow your light to shine within us. Thank you, Father, for being so good, for loving us, your children who are imperfect, whom you still lavish mercies and compassion on us. We thank you, and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Alrighty, my podcast family, go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.